Okay, so it's a rough draft. So, initially, y'all already know Empress Be With The Remedy here for y'all with episode two. Feeling like talking about women's trauma. Um, I know y'all heard the beginning of the podcast. We started off with uh, Lauren Hill's Everything Is Everything. She definitely brings forth some important mental pieces and lyrics in that song. And if you don't know the song and you want the full song, definitely hit up Spotify or Pandora or YouTube and just listen to Lauren Hill's whole entire miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's an absolute great album and it got me through a lot of stuff. So everything is everything is a very good women's women's mental health song. Listen to her words and her lyrics. Um, but I feel that it's very imperative to speak about um, how women are being entrapped by the male figures in the world today. It just seems like a continuous, a continuous beatdown, and and this is why we have like the feminist you know, women who only want to promote women because men are, are making, are making it very scary. It, it's, it's getting to the point where like, you don't, you don't even know what male figures to trust in your life. Like, you, you know, a guy will come and say, oh, I, I just want to be your friend. But what does that really mean? You know what I mean? Is, is he really being your friend? Is, does he really have a level of respect for you and what you're going through and who you are and who you're becoming and just, all of these different levels of who a woman actually is and what 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 it makes up to be a woman you know you have a you have a girl then you have a a a, a girl I, I would think a young lady right no girl lady and then woman i think that's the way it would go let me know if y'all feel different but that's how I feel that it would go. Girl, lady, woman. Or girl, woman, lady. Either way, we're getting better. From childhood all the way up until being an adult woman that's able to stand firm on her own two feet, make her own money, and do everything for herself. Mm, there's just, This seems to just be so much discordance between the male and female heterosexual relationship. Um specifically in the black community and honestly it's not it's not really mattering color but I want to gear it towards the the black females because I only know and hear of women's trauma really happening amongst Caribbean women African women Spanish women Cubano women like it's it's huge in women of color women who have red undertones in their body we get battered even though slavery is considerably over, right? That's, that's what they tell us. 400 years of slavery is over, but yet it's been programmed within the male figure in the house to feel like he needs to beat fear into a woman to gain some type of respect, to, tr- to stroke his own ego so he can feel that high and mighty feeling. Now... What I've heard from another brother is that some of these black men have it in their minds. Now, this is all mental. The way a man treats a female is all mental. It's all what goes on in his brain. And black men got this mentality that they're white men. 
right? Like, as, as crazy as it might sound, psychologically walking on the earth, they, they, are, they, they do have dark skin and they look like you and me, but in their mind, they are white men. And from the beginning of time, as far as we know, whenever the Anglo-Saxons or the fair-skinned people came onto the earth, Europeans, whatever you want to call them, there was a portion of time where it's even said in their history, you know, in, in, um, in, in their history, it said that they used to eat the women because the women had the most nourishment and the women had the most, um, they have nourishment in their bone marrow. That's why females can bear chil- uh, children because we have the most nutrients in our entire body, enough to give to another being to become, you know, from fetus to grow all the way up into a full-size baby. So I can imagine that that would be pretty irrational to have that type of mentality now as to say from those times of meta- metamorphosism and, and, and evolving and changing into the average American man today, whether black or white, the mentality of the male, male mind is the woman does not hold the position in which she used to. You know, if we want to go back into the animal kingdom, now I'm, I'm very into the, the lion kingdom, you know, the animal kingdom specifically, but the lion, the lion kingdom, the lionesses that are there, the, they have specific positions and, and um, you know, specific things that they did. The males did specific things. When you look at how they rotated, there was never any fight. You know, I'm not saying there wasn't quarrel. Obviously, every animal, human being, we're going to have quarrel or dis, disaccordance, but certain positions stay the same. People knew what they were doing. Animals know what they're doing. You know, it's. I feel like the positions are being misconstrued now because fear, fear has become a huge issue. And fear is causing depression. Fear is causing anxiety. Fear is causing pain and fighting like a lot of fighting and and batter batter but the men are putting their hands on women and or scaring them to death to the point where they leave their entire household children clothes family everything they have to leave their entire home that they built because of the fear of a man possibly killing them or taking their life because the man deems the woman not worthy anymore to be in his household, but yet if there was no woman, there would be no household. If there was no woman to bear your children, where is the household? Now, I'm, I'm kind of confused how men are even taking this type of stance with women when the men come from women. I'm sorry, if, if, if you heard that somebody was treating your mama or your sister or your auntie, the way the, some of these men are treating me and other women that I've, I've encountered, I can imagine that they would go fighting. They would, they would run and ready, ready to battle, and I'm going to fuck this nigga up and all, you know, get all hype. But you, you don't take that same momentum and give it to a woman 
was, who's considerably a stranger when you meet her, right? And then you decide that this woman is worthy enough to bear your children and be in your household and, and, and y'all come together as a communion, a communion, uh, uh, union, excuse me, a communion, union. <laughs> yeah, you come together as a communion, union, and y'all supposed to have some type of um, commonalities to balance with one another. But I guess the question would be, after so many years of being together, do the commonalities still stand? And what kind of conversations are, are women and men having in, in their relationships? Like, no one stays the same. You know, people grow up. You can't say that, oh, oh you know, most, most, most um, arguments and, and bickers and back and forth in relationships is, oh, well, you changed. You're not the same no more. But what what is it if the woman that you met 10 years ago is still the same woman and she hasn't grown any? Like you, you would want to see your woman flourish in some type of way to the point where she's able to now mother your children. Because sometimes you might meet a woman in the beginning, she was very childish minded. You know, she wasn't able to handle her, herself well. She was very ditzy and frivolous with herself. And you watched her grow into a mother-like woman, you know what I'm saying? A mother figure. That is change. That is evolving. That is growth. What is it if, if the male figures that we look up to, whether father, uncle, you know, well, let's see, father, uncle, brother, nephews, and just, just simple guys that you know, like, what is it if they're just all going to stick and say the same and say, well, this is the way I am and I ain't going to change for nobody? That's not really how it goes. And, and because that is the way it's going right now, women are finding themselves outgrowing relationships very quickly. You know what I mean? We're outgrowing. We're outgrowing the mentalities of certain men, the mentalities of certain ways that they move and how they want to live their lives, especially if they're dirty and nasty or they're they just childish in their mind. We definitely want to grow. Women are about growth. We are about fertility. We are about moving, change. You know, we're catalysts. That's why women entrepreneurship is taking off so much in the world because we make things happen. And the, the worst part that we live in America where they tell you that the woman is underneath the man. But if you go to some third world countries or you go to some other places, the woman is put above the male. And it's, it's, it's very necessary for us to understand that we are only living in one hemisphere of the earth. There are other hemispheres to travel. And if we're stuck in America where men are bat battling back and forth with the, with the feminine energy to the point where they feel like they're gonna cut it off or kill it or run it, run it away, we need to we need to we need to figure out a solution. We need to figure out a solution for the male ego because the male ego is causing a problem. I mean, even in pres presidency is causing a problem. It's causing a problem in businesses. Majority of the businesses that I go to are ran by male. And when I go and try to get a job, the man is ready to bicker me down and tell me about how his business is this and his business is good and he's going to run it like this. But if they actually had a feminine energy in there, the business would look, feel, and be a whole lot different because women bring things together. But men are very selfish, very egotistical. They're pompous. They're, very, they're, they're jerks a lot, you know. They're rude, obnoxious. They don't care. 
And and it's mostly because the male is not an emotional being. Females are the emotion. Males are the logic. Males are about movement. They're always on the go. Feminine energy is about stillness, being being in one place. You know what I mean? So that's why at some at many points in history, if you go back, you see that the woman was always the homemaker. She stayed at home. She cooked, she cleaned, she did laundry, she did all these different things because we are still beings. That's what we enjoy. We enjoy making the house look pretty and cooking good smelling food and having the place look spick and span. And I, I, I know that some many women that's going to listen to this may not agree now because we've transferred into being go-getters, hustlers, you know, entrepreneurs. We have taken on the world by storm by going, going, going with this masculine energy. And we didn't have a choice, really, because and, and when we look at the, the community of black women, there are no male figures. Now, remember, they said that we came out of slavery, but yet they keep on ripping the black family apart and putting the male figure in jail, which doesn't allow the woman to be a woman anymore. Now she has to be the father, the mother, the sister, the brother, the uncle, the auntie. She gotta be the whole damn family. So at what time does a mother have real time to be a mother? Because if if her son goes to school and back talks to the teacher and gets suspended for something silly like that, guess what? She has to turn into his pop. She got to beat the hell out of him or, you know, reprimand him and whatever, you know, to to make him realize like, yo, you can't be you can't be doing stuff like that. Something your father would do. Your father would bring you into the room and whoop that ass. Okay, make sure that, you know, you ain't going to go in that direction. But what when is it does the mother get time to nurture? When time is it that she gets to feed the knowledge and. I mean, even going into breastfeeding, like women don't even have time to 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 actually um, make sure that they get breast milk. You know, like the only way for a woman's breast to to fill up with milk, you have to be eating good, living good, feeling good, thinking good, and that stillness, that feminine energy, that stillness has to be able to 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 come into play sometime. But I don't, I'm, I'm honestly not overstanding how women are actually having babies at this time. Like, it, as stressful as it is, women are still getting pregnant. And personally, I don't have any children. And I would highly recommend that anyone under the age of 30 that doesn't have children and anyone over the age of 30 that doesn't have children as far as women or males don't have any. The society is fucked up. The air is fucked up. Why would you want to create a child that knows nothing about this world and bring it here if you're not ready? You know, that that it all fumbles. Everything that I've spoken about in this podcast has started from point A. I'm going all the way to point Z down to the very child because the child is me. I'm the child. I am the child that is learning to grow up as a woman and having to do it all by myself because father and mother were too busy to take care of me. And I didn't ask to be here, right? That's what they say. They say that the child doesn't ask to be here, but yet we bear so much pain of our parents. Why? You know what I'm saying? 
And it, it still goes back into the male figure choosing the woman figure and them actually making a love child so that they have time to teach the child and give the child the nurturing and love and sternness and everything that you're supposed to get from both ends. But if you have one person, mind you, you're supposed to have two or even three, a whole family of people, but you only got one person to depend on, one, one individual who's supposed to be your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your auntie, your uncle, your best friend, your foe, your enemy, your teacher, your cook. You know, she has to be everything at one time. How many hats do you expect one woman to wear? Eventually, she's going to feel some type of way and she's going to look for someone to help her. She goes out to look for someone to help her. She runs into this male figure who seems like he might be worthy of coming around her children, worthy of being in her presence. But at the same time, she has to be mindful and aware that people have egos, people have this, people have that, you know. It's like a needle in a haystack to find, uh, I guess, a male figure who is uh, in touch with his feminine and masculine energy. And we're not saying gay. We're just saying that he knows himself, okay? We're saying that a male figure can know himself, just like a woman can know herself. You know what I'm saying? But I just I just feel like it's, it's, it's very traumatic and it's very traumatizing to know that women cannot be at peace in their own homes. Women cannot be at peace in their minds. They can't be at peace with their children because the male ego will run them out of their own home, that they worked hard for, paid bills, cooked food, and helped build a whole lifestyle for, 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 for a, a man and, and, and her children, and she's told to get out. You don't belong here. It's your time to go. You know what I mean? And putting fear in the woman to try to gain some type of e- egotistical respect. I don't, I don't agree with that. So, um, you know, I just really wanted to touch on women's trauma a little bit for the month of March because this is Women's International Month, Women's Health Month, Women's Month altogether. And I just, I just felt it's necessary for me to share how I feel about women's trauma, what we go through daily, by the hour, by the second, by the minute. You know, mental health is very important. Women's mental health is very important because we bear the children, you know, and the children are, are, are scared because they don't know. They don't know. And if you're a child yourself and you have a child too, take the time out to study and learn how you can better yourself to better your child, you know, just look, look for the best path for you and, and yours. You know what I mean? Slow down. We all have to slow down. We're moving and living in a very fast-paced environment. We don't have time to just woosah sometimes. So, you know, find that time for yourself as much as you can, even if it's two, three minutes, five minutes. Any minute counts at this point to be able to take some time for yourself. So, yeah. Definitely. Um, if you have any questions, if uh, you're on Instagram or Facebook listening to this, if you're on Spotify and you want to reply, definitely comment. Let me know how you feel about, about this piece here about women's trauma. 
Um, I think I can edit it. So not for nothing, I'm still trying to figure this Anchor app out, so I ain't even going to act like I know everything about it. Um, but it's a great platform, and I definitely suggest it to anyone who is looking to get their voice out there. If you have something to talk about, some feelings, whether personal, business, family, whatever it may be about, um, Anchor is a great app to download, and it definitely helps you get on multiple platforms uh, to be able to be heard and about how you feel, whether it's about topics or subjects people agree on or not agree on. Um, So I just wanted to jump back on really quick. Episode two, women's trauma. Uh, You know, this is Empress B with The Remedy. I have multiple platforms that you can find me on. Um, I do a lot of things that have to do with holistic health, wellness. I consult with people who want to know how to basically turn their lives around. Um, And I am a catalyst to that holistic health. I'm an enthusiast for everything all natural. Um, Hence my name, Empress B, with the remedy. I always have your remedies, whether it's a cold and flu, if it's a stomach ache, you need a detox, um, if you need healthy hair care, if you've got dry skin in places it's not supposed to be, (laughs) you know, I pretty much create a remedy for every sickness, every pain, every hurt, and I, um, I work on it being an immediate relief because that's pretty much the type of world that we live in now. Is everything is microwave age, so you need immediate pain to go away. So I work on making things like that. Um, you know, as far as the healthy hair care, anyone with locks or all natural hair, if you're in transition, Um, you know, coming from relaxed hair to natural hair. And I'm sure you have a bunch of questions about, you know, what can I use, what not to use, what's good for my hair, what's not. Empress Be With The Remedy has all the answers for you. So definitely link me up on Instagram, okay? IG at Empress Holistics with a W, Empress Holistics on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, The Crochet Collective. I'm also a handcrafter many things that I do. Um, I'm a jack of all trades, you could say. Uh, A woman entrepreneur that basically never sleeps. I'm always rotating my hands and making stuff. So um, the Crochet Collective is is a place where crafters can go. Right now, you'll see all of my handmaids up there. Um, That's on Facebook. Uh, But this podcast is also on Spotify. You can find me on Breaker Audio. You can find me on Radio Public. You can find me on Google Podcasts. Uh, You can find me on the Anchor app. And I will be putting up Patreon very soon. Patreon is another uh, podcast platform that's very good as well. Um, But I really appreciate Anchor app. So like I was saying, y'all know me, Empress Be With The Remedy. IG, Empress Holistics with a W. Facebook, uh, The Crochet Collective. And then let's throw in a splash, right? The How Collective is the umbrella where all of these different things that I do actually abide under. So the How Collective, which is hair health, organics, well, um, wellness, and wealth. Okay, 
So that's what HOW stands for. The HOW Collective is the umbrella for Empress Holistics, Empress View, The Remedy, uh, The Crochet Collective. You know, all of these brands and things go under the HOW Collective. So definitely look out for the logo. Look out for the brand. It's a home brand. I'm building it from scratch. I've been I've had this vision in my head for five plus years and I'm bringing it to life with all your help. So, like I said, it's, it's very appreciative, appreciative for all of my listeners, all of my followers um, to definitely follow and share these podcasts, listen um, and let other people know it's going to get across the world by by your helping hand. Um, you know, so I really appreciate all my listeners and followers again and Brisbane with the remedy. Uh, Be great, be love, be peace, be one, and uh, we'll speak again.